ladies and gentlemen and other people, you are listening to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, the only podcast that features the hopefully open-minded musings of two mid-40s curmudgeons, bravely and boldly staring down the reality of their entertainment irrelevance. And by the way, Bill, I am... an acquaintance of mine who I saw one of my first uh, bar outings post-vaccination told me he listened to the podcaster episode about which one did he listen to? Oh, uh, Substack. Okay. And uh, he said, yeah, I listened to your Substack episode. He said, man, you guys are curmudgeons. Oh, man. <laughs> and I said, but but I said, sorry. He's like, no, don't apologize. Like, That's a strength of your show. Okay. I'm like, okay, good. Very good. Very That's good. That's the goal. Yeah. Um, so I am Noah Tarno. I'm the uh, founder, the guy behind the big quiz thing. America's premier provider of corporate and private trivia events. And with me ever and always is this fellow. My name is Bill Scurry, and I'm the founder and proprietor of something called American Caesar Enterprises, which, by the way, uh, is a full-service print shop that somehow manages to misspell your email address when you order business cards from us. Ah, uh, wow. Yeah. That is doing, yeah, that you are not good at your job. It's almost like a feature it's rather than a good. bug, you know, at this point. Yeah, and then you get them to order again, and um, you have to reprint it and waste a ton of paper and pulp it because you're really just in the business of destroying the environment. What the, f- like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with 3,000 business cards that say, um, yeah, hortmail.com or something, you know? <laughs> Hortmail. Uh, all right. So it's whatever. We're not, we're not improvisers. Uh, so this show, uh, we look at something hot and current on trend, as it were, although that's kind of ironic considering our topic today. Yeah on trend about being off trend and today we're looking at a word a turn of phrase something we looked at what are other words we looked at uh well we did okay boomer yeah that was the one that was the other rhetorical phrase yeah right we did they as a singular personal that's true yeah yeah we did um i feel like there were other specific slang terms i don't think so that was that was the one yeah okay boomer they as it's as a singular pronoun. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Other I, stuff. I do think that this um, brushes up against Visco, though, Noah, too, at the same time. Uh, yeah, well, Visco is more a subculture, Visco girls. Yeah. But I guess there's, yeah, I was kind of surprised in all the articles I read about this, no one mentioned Visco girls. But I think this is similar in that it will, it will burn brightly and quickly with the same intensity and fleetingness. Visco, at this then, point in, in American culture, is like the Easter Island statues. It's just been there forever. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's well, no, and also like it's it's so long ago that we're not even sure who yeah, made it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's probably but there's probably some like Easter Island scholar out there like this is wrong. We know exactly who made it. It was in this era. We know what purpose it they served. Don't, they don't listen. They I don't, don't know. Listen. I just I kind of compare it to Stonehenge. So yeah. all I know about Stonehenge is the uh, Spinal Tap was wrong. It was not built by Druids. The Druids had nothing to do with stuff. Correct. Yeah. So who would have thought Spinal Tap's version of history <laughs> was inaccurate? So um, I haven't even said what it is yet. It's a word, C-H-E-U-G-Y, chuggy. Chuggy, as read about in the New York Times on April 29th. That's certainly where it got its most attention. Uh, but it really, quote-unquote, blew up starting uh, with a TikTok video uh, that was published. Did they say TikToks are published? I don't know. Posted. Yeah. Posted. Posted. Talked, dropped, talk ticked, dropped, dropped, yeah. dropped while hot. A joint, dropped this joint. Right. So that was March 30th. Um, and anyway, chuggy is a word that pretty much every article about chuggy is dedicated to figuring out two things. One, 
figuring out what chugi means, and it's an adjective, and two, listing all the things that are chugi. Uh, so according to the Times, an article by Taylor Lorenz, chugi as a word was coined in uh, 1990, uh, sorry, 2013 by a then high school student named Gabby Rassin, Rassan, um, quoting the Times here, unable to find a word, she was a student at Beverly Hills High School, 90210, uh, unable to find a word for people or objects that were just a bit out of touch with current trends. She made up her own as a high school student, chugi, a nonsense word, essentially. I couldn't find it, but but yesterday I, I read it and then lost the link. Uh, actually, they, they quoted her. And she and her friends spread it uh, among kids at school, and also just then they got to their colleges and their sororities and all that. Uh, so, you know, things are slightly out of date. Then the Times reframed it as basically a word that has been weaponized in the quote-unquote war between millennials and Gen Zers. And by the way, I will say it again, I hate those terms. I hate millennial, Gen Z, Gen X. All I know is when I was younger, I was told I was too young for Gen X. I was told I was in the middle of Gen X and I told I was too old for Gen X. So I think all those terms are so vague, they just drive me up the but, fucking but, but wall. But wait, no, we need to uh, take a moment of silence for the victims of that war, though. You know? The victims of that war, yeah, yeah the bloodiest war in yeah. our history. Please yeah. give and give heartily. Uh, it was, yes. yes. And what most people don't know is, is fewer people died from uh, bullets than dysentery in the war between Gen Z and the middle. I have, um, I have some of the original uh, letters to home framed uh, from the war between those yeah, two generations. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, there was, there was dysentery in all the avocado toast that the millennials Yes, that's true. There was, there was, while in the trenches. There yeah. was some bad um, uh, starter from sourdough. <laughs> I, ate my, I ate avocado toast for the first time last week. It's really good. And I was like, why the fuck did I not eat this? I like avocado and I like toast. Yeah, right. Two good things. And why? And it's not like it's hard to cook. Um, anyway, cook. So uh, the video on TikTok was March 30th, was issued by 24-year-old Hallie Kane. And I was confused. For some reason, I thought like she was one of the high school students back in 2013. But I think I got confused. I don't think that's the case at all. And she says, Chugi is basically this term, things that were popular in the early 2010s, but are outdated now. Uh, examples she gave were girl boss culture, adults enjoying Disney. That's a big one. Yeah. That's I, you. I, listen, I, I feel that one personally. That's personally hateful, hurtful to me. Right. Yeah. Writing, but first, coffee, as an Instagram caption, Gucci eponymous double G belts, and the phrase live, laugh, love. I have a whole list here. Wine mom script. That's a good one. Statement I, I, earrings. I, I don't know what that is. I love wine mom script. I didn't realize that yeah. was a thing until I read about this. Like, oh, that's perfect. There's, there's actually a lot of wine mom yeah, script in my apartment because yeah. my roommate, well, you know, way too old to be a millennial, uh, is definitely has some chuggy things, I would believe. But but this will actually, the fact that my roommate is into chuggy culture, I will, will, will get at later why the issues I have with this concept. Uh, but the long list I made of things that are argued to be chuggy, I'll pull out the ones that are actual former. I don't get it. The pop culture get off my long-ass topics. The Masked Singer apparently is chuggy, according to some people. Minions memes, pumpkin spice lattes, and and this one's a little different because you might have noticed all the examples I'm giving so far are aimed at women, but this one I believe is more male. Sneaker culture. Um, so... There have been a lot of think pieces. What is Chugi? And then, of course, the think pieces that are like, is this sexist? And there's been yes and no. Um, 
you know, women making fun of other women. And then there's a video I sent you, this guy at Rod on TikTok made a separate video, the chuggy things that are male. And yes, sneaker culture or cargo shorts, Axe Axe Body body Spray. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, Energy drinks, Dunder Mifflin merch, Buffalo Wild Wings, Joe Rogan, which you gotta you gotta come up with a harsher term. Yeah. For Joe Rogan. Um, so look, this thing's probably already run its course, but we've never claimed to be, you know, the first take on everything. You know, we are we're just weeks away from forty six, my friend. That's true. How about that? Yeah. We are we are old. Uh so you know, I, I guess there's some deeper stuff here, but maybe there isn't. So Bill, what do you think of the concept of chugosity? Chuginess. Chugatu. I like chugosity. Chugosity. Uh, yeah, well, this is, um, you might be uh, detecting a trend in all the things you've, you've mentioned. I'm talking to the listener now. Um, that this is sort of a, an identifier, um, a sort of cultural identifier through material goods to some degree. It's, it has to do with style, but it's also what you can buy and what you shouldn't buy. So it's a very middle class thing, and uh, the, you know the, um, the second. I, I would argue middle class, maybe it's probably higher. Okay. Starting in Beverly Hills High School, there's a reason why. Yeah, you know? sure, but it, you know, it's yeah. still the idea that you know your, your passport is your style. Your passport is uh, where where you shop. The passport is um, you know what brands you you patronize and what you wear and how you um, identify your you know your cultural your cultural signifiers. Um, you know, and a lot of these things always come down to identity, just as they always have in the past. You know, if women in the in the Renaissance, you know, they 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 got, you know, porcine because it was a sign of the fact that they had enough money to spend. They could actually be food fat, whereas you know your average person was you know starving. They were living by subsistence, hand to mouth. So you know, people live their identity, um, and they live their class too. You can tell. You know, powdered wigs, those those red spots on your cheeks. I knew these things along the way. Hell, in this country, the Netherlands where I live, you know, they, they wore those very austere, heavy woolen black, you know, uh, uh, hats, the, the black jackets, the sort of black uh, knickers with the long socks. And it was, a, you know, that, that Protestant Calvinist attitude. It was a, who could outmodest wow. everyone else in the Netherlands? Cal- Calvinism is so chuggy. It's oh. so Calvinism is so chuggy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I mean, I, I think of it like, OK, that this is just uh, one of the this this is the battle of bull run in, in the, you know, what's one engagement along the way in this ongoing skirmish between uh, generations, between between classes. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting you talk about the sexism part, because this is one of those I think it's a check on it's a check by women on other women. I that guy Rod was making some funny points about trying to say, well, of course, you know, you could you could take out your slide rule, your translator scale, and of course make male chuginess. But for the most part, that's a comedic bit because this this thing was used this this was a, a technique of um What's the word I'm looking for? It's sort of like a gatekeeper thing. It's it's a way to, for women to check other women. It's a way for you to demean yeah. other people. You know, it's yeah. it's um, and it's funny. They're, they're policing them, right? You're way. policing them. There was this one yeah. one TikToker. Uh, I think she's a young African American woman named Kira Brao, B R E A U G H. Yeah, I I read her. She there's something I 
pulled out my notes, but keep going. Yeah, she said it was. Gr- uh, this was great. I mean, she was re- she was clapping back to the first posts from the other people who were just rattling off the list of things, you know. Of course, which is it's all it's all comedy. I mean, as as well it should be, but that that's fine. She was saying that you know this is not a phrase that uh, came from Gen Z to millennials, but it's a word that came from white girls to describe other white girls. Uh, and she says, now th- this is I always love when people say it's interesting because that that's you know there's so many different meanings of what the word interesting can mean. But she says it's interesting to watch white women micromanage what makes other white women yes. cool. Um, I did read where I, I don't remember, but I read that quote. I like that. I actually saw the video and I read the quote either in Rolling Stone or in the Times or uh, Box. it was Rolling Stone. Yeah, right, right. It was Rolling Stone. So she yeah she ends this thing where she says hashtag internalized misogyny, and you know that that <laughs> I mean that 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 could be more the point again. In so much as all this is consumer culture, in so much as all this really is kind of harmless, people still for the moment have a lot of time on their hands, and this has been around for since 2018. This is generally youth culture. You're insulated from this if you're probably over 25 years old. I mean, not that you can't pay attention to it, but it doesn't really apply to you because you're not in this arms race. Well, but no, I think the whole point is that people under 25 criticizing, quote unquote, ostensibly people over 25. I mean, let's remember, millennials are in their 30s now. If we're gonna if we're gonna have a definition, millennials are pro- pretty much in their thirties. Right, but at the same right. time, this this is like fetch, you know, uh, from from Mean Girls. This is trying to make fetch yeah, happen, yeah. Uh, making it happen, making yeah. it happen. Well, but, but but it's a hype machine, right? Oh, Taylor sure. Lorenz wrote about it. So insider, every article, what is Chugi? You know, yeah, I know, right. And it, then the next articles, every article is about trying to figure out what Chugi is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I look, I, I make judgments about people for these very same things too. I don't have the term Chugi. No, I know, right. So it's like uh, that that wine mom font, you know, like that stuff, and <laughs> yeah. and you know yeah. the the cargo it's all sh- over. It's not, go go to Michael's. It's in every yeah, office. right, right, right. The little signs, yeah. the live, laugh, loves, the the, the wine yeah. memes, all the like we've been we've been yeah, making. They're, they're all over my kitchen, friend. The magnets on my uh, refrigerator. Right, we've been we've been making judgments stuff. about this stuff for years, and it it does say something, yes. you know, like they were trying to make a distinction between like what's basic, uh, if you're going to use that term, and yes, then what's not. And it's like I yeah. I honestly I, I picked at it when. My, my fingernail and it was such a, a, a you know i couldn't get quite a difference between those two things it is almost uh, like saying I, you're basic I, 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 I think i get it what 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 i gather the the primary difference between the two is that basic means more generic also basic is more necessarily denigrating i think there's a little asterisk with chugi and you could claim this is like after the fact but i'll take the girls who first came up girls now women take this at their word that Chugi is in some way self-referential. I mean, it didn't it didn't start as a war of the generations. That Chugi was almost like, I know I I, I love friends reruns. Another thing supposedly Chugi. I love watching friends reruns. I know it's cheesy. It's like when you when you call yourself on something being cheesy. I could frame I could phrase this so much more succinctly. But like people are more willing to call themselves or some of their particular tastes Chugi. That's true. Whereas basic always seemed more harsh to me. I mean where I usually heard basic was basic bitch. Yeah. And yes. I always thought that term was really elitist mm-hmm. and mean. Chugi doesn't seem quite so mean to well, me. Well, I think anyway. I think basic bitch came from African Americans. I think that that was something that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I heard it in rap songs. Yeah. I, first time I heard it was in that, speaking of African American, not African American, that Creation song. Yeah. Gucci, Gucci, mm-hmm. basic bitches wear. That song pisses me off. She's trying to have it both ways. She's talking about how loving brands is awful, but she calls the song. 
Gucci Gucci. Sure. So anyway, yeah. way off topic. No, it's it's Krayshawn was not black, but affecting. That's black. true. But appropriating. I, I thought that um, you know my, my wife has said, and she's not the only person to say this, is that honestly there are no people on earth who demean and denigrate and harass other women, maybe more so than other women. Uh, of course, of course. You could say this is internalized misogyny, but I could also say this is um, you know a cloud of vapor that's going to blow over. It is a uh, a pumpkin spice candle. And there'll be some other little thing in the culture comp. I, I like to think that this stuff is professional wrestling. These aren't real problems for society. They're just, mm. uh, y- you know, something funny, a little slap fight people get to get into that doesn't actually cause real discord between people. It's just rhetorical flourish. So, um, yeah, I don't know. But what do you think about it? I mean, I think Shugi will blow over like nothing. But I think the, the, the you know, women, female misogyny, whatever you want to call it, I don't think is going anywhere. And I think it's been around since time immemorial. And I think policing, people policing other people for being uncool is, I don't want to say a big problem, but it certainly is something I struggled with as a kid and the source of a lot of my problems, I would think. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, my response to this is it's less specifically sexist and more elitist, right? That's fair. Uh, yes, That's fair. It doesn't seem as harsh as basic, but... The whole, this is cool, this isn't cool, and never really explaining why. Like those videos of that guy, Rod, this is Chuggy, this is Chuggy. Well, why? Just because you fucking declare it? Who the fuck are you, you know? <laughs> like, I struggled with that a lot when I was a teenager, like wanting to be cool, but not being able to read the Sanskrit and knowing what the rules of coolness were. And I actually had a big, you know, one of the biggest mental milestones of my life is when I was a teenager and I said, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to, chase after the cool kids anymore i'm gonna be me and yeah i mean i might have not admitted it so readily i was still cool chasing to some extent but you know i definitely i definitely took a more self-affirming stance on it and a less i suck because i'm not cool and i think that really digs into a lot of stuff and i i, I do think it i'm not sure it hits women better hits women harder i think that might be a stereotype i mean i think Toxic masculinity is a lot about men trying to figure out what's cool or what's proper, right? Or what's macho, what's masculine, and destroying themselves mentally in an effort to achieve it. And and of course, because they're men, often destroying women. It's, it's projected outwards, people. yeah. Projected outwards, being violent, being angry, voting for a traitor, things like that. Um, it's so funny because like studying, studying looking at Chugi and the word and the concept, I went back and forth like five times. I looked at like the videos like, like why are you denigrating these women just because they're uncool? Like who cares? So I hated it. But then I watched that TikTok of the male Chugi signifiers. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is all douchebag stuff. I do hate these guys. All right, I guess it's okay. Like I don't see what's wrong with liking Weinmon script. I mean, even if it's like cheesy, okay, who cares? Like, yeah, sure. It's like my roommate. My roommate is far from cool. But she's a hard worker. She's a nice person. Like, you know, lay off. Like, how she lives her life is none of your fucking business. Yeah, man, don't, right? don't shame anybody. Don't shame anybody. You're right. Yeah, don't shame her. So we have a sign that says, I have zinned over our sink. You know, I got to live with it. Who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> I got to live with it. <laughs> we really have. But whatever. Like, I, you know, I don't like it, but it's her home too. So fuck it. You know, who cares? Right? Um... So I, I, I'm like, okay, the male thing sucks. But then I went, all right. I opened my mind a bit. And, 
you know, all right. Again, cargo shorts, again, cheesy, but like, I don't want to judge a guy because he wears cargo shorts. Just because he wears cargo shorts doesn't mean he's a racist or that he isn't charitable or isn't a good dad or a good friend or a good citizen or any of that stuff. Although some of those examples, Joe Rogan, I think it's hard to like Joe Rogan and still be a good person, but I'm jumping to conclusions. Um, I just, I don't have time for this. You got to be in the cool club thing. So right now, Gen Z has created a new way to roast in particular their millennial counterparts uh, mainly. So they've got this new new phrase. Uh-huh. Noah, let's bring our laser out of this topic and talk about why is chugosity, chugitude, um, chugation, why is it popular at chugation. this moment? Chug. Um, uh, chew of the oog variety. Uh, you know, our media has folded in on itself so many times you could reach the moon. And... We have to classify and taxonomize everything. We have to judge everything. We have to constantly, although you know my thing about being judgmental. I hate it when people say don't be judgmental. I don't know how you go through life without being judgmental. The key is to not be mean or not be unfairly judgmental. Uh, And then everything's got to be hyped, 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 hyped. Taylor Lorenz writes one article for the Times and everyone else needs to jump on it because what does this word mean? Also, and this is something else I don't like it, ginning up this you know you 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 made fun of it the war between millennials and gen zers especially since supposedly this didn't start with that in mind right it, it's the the beverly hills girls beverly hills high girls and by the way getting back to something before it's telling that this started at a beverly hills high school it it grew in elite colleges yes among white women very much so and uh, in their sororities. Can you think of anything more chuggy than being in a sorority, by the way? No, no you're right. Um, Talk about douchebag culture, like you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, I will say this. Sororities, to generalize, do a lot more charity work than fraternities. Um, so I, would, I, 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 I am more approving of sororities than fraternities, to generalize. Uh, but yeah, it's just saying there's a war between the two. It's just... Everything. This is how media has to do things. There's a war. And they're the ones who define these generations. You know, when we were a kid, there was no definition of generations. I mean, they talked about baby boomers, but that's it. And then, of course, they started talking about Gen X when we were in high school, when we were too young to be Gen X. Still remember the Newsweek article, Gen X is getting married when I was like 16. So now suddenly I'm in the middle of Gen X. So what and, you're, and you're unmarried too, even a bigger loser, right? Well, that's, a, yeah, a bigger loser, right? So, um... Just everything's got to be so dramatic and a war and so-and-so was breaking their silence. <laughs> breaking this. The, I love that one. Yeah. The internet is all about and no one can stop talking about this. It's just everything's got to be turned to 11 and fucking war. Like, again, you, you made the joke about the letters, the frame letters and all the deaths and the moment of silence. And it's just hype, 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 hype. Everything's got to be hype and everyone's screaming to get attention. And it's just, I'm so tired of it. But this is what our media feeds on. And this is a big damn problem because this is what leads us to everything is pitched to the highest level. And I don't just disagree with my with someone who thinks differently. I'm at war with someone who thinks differently. And I will give credit that these, you know, these TikTok videos, these people don't seem nasty. They don't seem to be the ones saying it's a war. It seems to be, you know, the people writing about the people writing about the people writing about Chewy. So we're just we're down this rabbit hole of media bullshit. But this is what our this is what our culture is. 
So, you know, for, for a brief moment, Shugi is going to be the fuel that feeds that furnace of the Titanic going down. And water is cold out there. Yeah, you know, I, I do think you're right. I mean, I mentioned Fetch before in terms of that uh, reference from Mean Girls in terms of it's the game of trying to make something happen. Um, it, it's it's a little bit like the patty cake clap games that girls would come up with on the on the uh, recess field. And I always wondered, it's like, how did they did they rehearse these things? Did they learn the litany? How did they concentrate it? You know, it's, it's a little game that people it's a, a secret like twin language, I think, that people come up with. Uh, part of it is that, you know, it's. You throw something out there like this, so um, it's 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 a language for them to identify people like us, uh, the people who obviously are dads. Me over here watching John Wayne movies or something, you know, it can't be more. My taste can't be more dad, even though I don't have kids. Um, it allows people to snipe at each other, especially girls. Um, mm, you know, whether yeah. whether you focus on it or not. I mean, it's not limited to that, but it's definitely that plus other things. You know, you can, and I mean, and this is the part that you want to talk about. You know why I understand it in a, in a way. You get to lab, label passe styles um, as mark, yeah. markers of identity. Um, I mean, look, yeah. I I live in I've lived to belong to belong, to belong. or or to so or to exclude, like you say. You know, I've lived in cities. I've lived in big cities since uh, a long time now, and there's a reason I don't go to Michael's craft stores, and you know, I I don't I haven't been to a Target. Not that not I'm saying not that the cities don't have Targets, but there's a certain life experience that I'm looking for, um, that that suburban thing, that kind of materialist crass culture. I I don't I don't want that, and I do make judgments about the people who, you know, uh, women who wear capri pants uh, in February, uh, guys guys who wear cargo shorts and go to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not saying they're bad people, but I, I get it. It's it's a it's it's a way for me to be shitty uh, by using markers of identity. You know. Oh, and how about this? And this is what I wanted to add. Noah, is that. Um, People who who use this term, and I would say I'm going to you know bundle this into all the neologisms that are that are like it. Um, they they are playing themselves a little semantic game, right? About um, who could stay on the bleeding edge of language. Um, so in in a way, it almost winds up being this thing of like, well, it's a, it's an argot, and it, just when you think, the, I mean, they change the password. You know, every every they, the little slot yeah. in the door opens up, and it's like, what's the password? The password yeah. reindeer flow. It's not swordfish anymore. That's it's not for swordfish sure. anymore. Um, yeah, and and I will come up with another metaphor that I, I I liked about this is that in some way it's a little bit like radioactive tracer dye because. <laughs> Get this. You send this out in the world, and so if people are using this past its expiry date, you get another enjoyment. You get another bit of the game, yeah. which is to say, oh my yeah. God, you're still you're still calling things. You're still saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so. Yeah, Chugi is so Chugi. Chugi is yeah. so chu- right. Chugi is so. Do you, yeah, we don't say that anymore. Do you remember the you know our glory days of SNL? Do you remember when Bruce Willis was on as the coolest and uh, Wayne's World? He was the coolest kid in school, and he appeared on Wayne's World to announce the the cool with word sphinct, of the year. Sphincter, yes. Sphincter, and then he leaves, and Jan Hook shows up. Uh, they said last year the cool word was pale. Like you're pale, man. You're just so bucket. And then he leaves, and Jan Hook shows up as like their friend, and she's like, "You guys are so pale. You're bucket." Yeah. And Wayne and Garth go, "Nobody says that anymore." <laughs> Like thirty seconds after Bruce Willis's character leaves, he, dec- he, dec- he decreed it. Yes, it's yeah. now you're living in the. Nobody place. says that anymore. Okay, TikTok. I have a new word for you that my friends and I use that you clearly are all in need of. I'm just picturing you in your 20s having like wine mom script or uh, 
just some of the female signifiers here being like drinking from a glitter tumbler or wearing yes. statement earrings. What are statement earrings? <laughs> I don't. Right? I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means. Uh, I, I I have more skinny jeans. Some of these things. Lasagna is chuggy. Like that, what? That, that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You didn't realize that your great grandma back in Sicily was very chuggy. Your nona made the, her um, gravy is chuggy. Yeah, her gravy is chuggy. It was chunky, but not chuggy. Yeah. Uh, Elon Musk's hosting gig on SNL. Like, where do people come up with this shit? I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, anyway, so if you were in your twenties now, how would you feel about the chugnomenon that currently grips our culture and our media? Yeah, I mean, I our discourse love as as a, a fan of language now. Um, and as kids, I mean, we were of the perfect generation. It's funny you mentioned because that's exactly what I thought of. I thought of Bruce. Um, Willis doing the sphincter thing, uh, and in a way, it, it actually plays into Bruce the, Willis doing the sphincter, doing the sphincter thing. thing. The, it, yeah, that, good. look up that on Red Tube. See what you come up with. That plays very much into, uh, I think, a great explanation here is because, well, first of all, you know, neologisms entered the language uh, when we were younger through movies and comedy. Uh, and and we really didn't have as many like a block of influence or taste making culture necessarily. Um, in a way, it was like Im- imitation. So you know when you'd watch SNL it was a perfect idea. So Monday morning at school, what we saw Saturday night would filter into the language. We'd say oh you know we'd God. act like Lothar of the Hill people. Small little bits and pieces would memify themselves. And comedy. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember the the sign of a movie in the nineties being a hit? was that everyone was repeating lines from the movies for six months. Pulp Fiction, Austin Powers, those are the ones that stand out to me. Like, you could not go anywhere for two or three months after those movies came out without hearing a quote from those movies. I mean, Borat, 2008, still happened then too, you know? Borat did that too, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Borat's the last one I can think of right now. Yeah, sure, but it, I mean, the 80s, I'm just talking about yeah. when there was less, uh, no, there was more friction and there was less of a, a way to get these things out. Neologisms came through mass entertainment, through the monoculture. And even in the monoculture in particular, I do think music and comedy, movies to some degree as well, were great ways to transit. So yeah, I mean, I would have loved this as a kid for sure because I loved um, quoting mystery science theater i love quoting music i love quoting eddie murphy we loved quoting saturday night live those were uh, freaking living color was it was a fact was a quote factory yeah. 1990 or whatever it's like yeah. everyone was, is saying two snaps up yeah. with a twist you know or fire marshal bill you know homie don't play that oh we don't play in, that was was the in living was the big in living color quote for me and 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 this is this is also this is a tangent to what i said uh, before this is that um one of the things i remember loving without being able to really give uh, uh you know words to it is that when our parents would try to deal themselves in a little bit because even though they themselves yes. had their own neologisms in their generation their neologisms yeah. behave differently than ours did as the ones today behave yeah. differently from ours well but such a common joke in the 80s remember the scene in better off dead when uh, david ogden steer says to john cusack like you are going to this dance school i hear you kids love this disco thing yeah yeah right so it's like when when you would hear the the, the, the enjoyment and the cringe and cringe is another one of those words mm-hmm. by the way no yeah. the cringe of, of 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 listening to your parents co-op neologisms that they didn't yeah. understand they couldn't grasp you know and yeah we love that it was a way for us to look at our parents and say you guys are fools you look silly because you're trying to sound yeah. like us and you don't know what it means and I mean, in a way, I hope that's what we're doing right now by even talking about this. I hope we sound silly. I hope it's entertainment because, now, you know, that's, that's, we're, we, 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 yeah, we're learning a language. We embrace that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, you you brought up a point going back to what I think of it. This didn't even occur to me. Like this this colors my feeling of the phenomenon like more positively. Is that yeah? I like neologi. I like language as well. And I guess I have to begrudgingly admit that like first of all, chuggy is a it's a good word. I like it. And I was so like just in and of itself is its its sound, its look. And I was like, oh, what did that come from? What does it mean? What is it a reference to? And apparently nothing. It just. But it sounds like, you know, you can quibble with the concept being mean or elitist or whatever, but I like it because it sounds like what it feels like. You know what I mean? There are certain words that just sound right. Yeah. So I guess I'll tip my hat to Gabby Rossin or whatever yeah. her name is. Um, Rassin. Sorry, Gabby. As if she's fucking she's listening. She's listening, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Does it matter now? Um, so would I have liked this? Here's what I think I would have felt if I were in my 20s. I mean, I was aggressively non-girly stuff as a way to protect my, you know, protect my fragile masculinity. Well, yes and no. Um, I was never afraid of like hugging a man or anything like that. Um, but I think I, once I, once I, the process I mentioned before of going, I hate it. That's nah, okay. But I hate it, but it's okay. But I hate it. It's okay. I think I would have stayed at the first, but it's okay. Because I was so anti douchebags and it would have seen Joe Rogan and Buffalo Wild Wings and cargo shorts. I was like, oh, yeah, they're chuggy. Fuck them. Axe body spray. Fuck them. I would have stayed on chuggy's good. Or did I say I would have stayed on bad? I, I've lost track at this point. Yeah. But I would have stayed on chuggy's all right because we need a good term for the douche bros. And chuggy does sound like him. And it sounds like, you know, a dumb guy. He's chuggy. He's a chug, yeah. right? It's like trog. He's a troglodyte, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, He's a chewy troglodyte. So I would have been glad those guys are being called out. And as for those women, you know, I would have compartmentalized a lot more because while I didn't like sexism back then or tried not to like sexism back then, it, I was I was more willing to turn a blind eye to it. So I think I would have been more pro-chuganation uh, than I am now. These flip-flops that I also bought at American Eagle in 2006. Whatever the heck this necklace is, I never understood it. Is definitely chuggy. Noah, pivoting to the end of the world is chuggy a uh, sign of the apocalypse? You know, I gotta say no, because there is a bigger problem I talked about, our media folding in on itself. But this is a minor, minor, small symptom and far from the most pernicious source of the disease. And also, you know, like you said, generations redefining other generations, words changing, criticism of who's in, who's out, what's happening, what isn't. It has always been thus. Uh, and then if I'm going to give a little credit to it, you know, unlike basic, Chugi seems to, in most cases, have that dash of self-awareness, which I think is important. And, you know, if I'm going to be less harsh to it, it's we all have our uncool moments. We all like certain things that we know are uncool, but fuck it. They bring us joy. They bring us happiness. So I'm going to embrace it. Like, I think there's something healthy to that. You know, knowing you, you don't have to always be cutting edge and comfort food, right? Media comfort food. Or I like wine mom script, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I can't... I can't put this in the apocalypse category. Not not even close. Sure. You know, as humans, we have our own, much like my uh, phone uh, and my computer, I have a built-in obsolescence curve. We all do. And you're just embracing it, honestly. The, 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 you stop kicking at it. You stop trying to prevent it from happening. You realize, oh, just, just, you know, get fat. It's okay. 
dress like an idiot. It's okay, really. Just chill out and enjoy being yourself. Um, in fact, uh, who was it? Gabby uh, Rasson herself, this quote says, she goes, looking good for yourself and not caring what other people think. That confidence exudes non-chuginess, which, of course, using, mm. using the term is an inverse, but... So yeah. So uh, uh, embrace. You might be chuggy, but embracing your chugginess yes. makes yep. you unchuggy. Yep. It's sort of. There's a lot to chew on here. A lot, There's a lot to chug on chug here. On. It's layers upon layers. So yeah, I think that the you know th this this is a transient. It's a, it's transient culture, and again, I love neologisms. Um, and and the the influence culture of social media. I mean, l let's let's you know we know this already. The influence culture of social media is created. An entirely new argot and a, a, a series of new argots and overlapping argots. And they, they barrel forth at the speed of a comet. Uh, you know, in new words, the, the, are, you know, it's like the lifespan of flies or gnats. It's like the, the whole lifestyle, you know, they, they come and go before even we're aware that people were using them. And they're just happening in weird corners of the Internet. They're happening on Reddit. They're happening on TikTok. There's, you know, all these various visual languages, the way people go back and forth. Now, do you remember... Um, I guess, what did they call it? Leet back in the day? Something I only heard about, like when people started writing about it on uh, bulletin boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was never clear what that was. It was this sort Elite? of... No, Leet was Leet. Related to Fleek? I remember when I first learned about Fleek. No, Leet, Leet was uh, short for Elite, and it was like a gamer pat patois. Oh, it, that was right, like, I'm in, right. I'm in Ur base killing Ur dudes. Uh, it was very, um, not quite like uh, all your base are belong to us, but has, it's like when the people would chat with each other and they would do the earpiece thing, the gamer to gamer stuff, it was kind of a shorthand that people developed an argot between each other. And then it crept out like words, um, you know, like doge and lolcat, like those were not part yeah. of Leet, but they were like descendants of Leet. You're just talking about, again, overlapping little argots that just bits and pieces of it populate you know, I, I still say to, to my wife, I'll say er, like saying the the word you are instead of it's, you know, it's supposed to be you are. That's what the text is. But I actually pronounce it er, right. like, oh, what what are er doing for dinner tonight? You know, and it's it's like being ironic, <laughs> but I love stuff like that. You know, it's like it's it was never intended. Wait, wait, wait. What are er doing for dinner tonight? Yeah. You wouldn't say what are your doing for dinner or, tonight. Or, or I should say put er shoes away. All right. How about that? Put er shoes. Yes. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank okay. You. Anyway, Sorry. I love stuff like yeah, that. I have to admit that. So, uh, no, no, right. Not, not a sign of the apocalypse simply because uh, it, this is a transient thing. And the next one, you know, give us another three months and we'll talk about some other stupid um, word that seemingly sounds like a uh, onomatopoetic expression. We love Gen Z. We're raising two members of Gen Z, but you come up with some interesting words and it sounds like you're trying to insult when us. When you wear Uggs and use the hashtag #GirlBossEnergy, Gen Z is gonna call you Chuggy. Are you jealous of the existence of the entity, the linguistic entity known as Chugi? Uh, I think that there are two, I think of two easy ways to be jealous of it, or at least to have this become a negative slog emotionally. And that um, I think I'm both the obvious target of potential criticism because I'm dad aged. I like dad things. I'm 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 invisible, but the you know, we all know that I'm a, you know a man of our station in society is completely invisible because I'm one of a million video game sprites that just look like other dudes with you know a a, bit, a big midsection and a big round head who wears a pocket square that kind of thing. <laughs> um, also, uh, you know, like uh, I. 
I'm not I'm not outside of the world of the people who say it, you know, where it is an argument. It is, it is code for them. So it's like I could say, well, I'm excluded from the people who say it, but I'm also the target of it. If you're going to have any sort of heat or bite to it, uh, there's two different ways. But no, you know, I no, I embrace I am non-chuggy because I embrace my chugitude because I understand, um, you know, mm, right. I have I, you know, I'm at this point, the, my issues with discomfort personally aren't. You know, pe- people can't inflame them by by lobbing a word at me, especially if it's a young person mm. who, you know, is just playing around with the language. So, you know, I don't think that this could really inspire a negative feeling in me. Oh, I'm very jealous because <laughs> I'm right now, right this second, I am older than I've ever been. That's true. And yeah. you, tomorrow, you were, you were, be, yes. Yeah. Tomorrow I will be even older, and the day after that will be even older. Oh than man! Me. And I, sir, am in the process of dying. And you know, when something passes you by, and then something passes the thing that passes you by, and something passes the thing that passes you by that passes you by, etc. You just keep getting farther away from it. And the fact that millennials are now old fogies, you know, and I'm, again, I don't know what the fuck I am, but I'm almost certainly not a millennial. Um, it's just ridiculous. I don't, I don't know what statement earrings are and I have no idea why Elon Musk's hosting gig. I mean, I get why some of these things are cheesy, yeah. which I think Chuggy is similar to cheesy if you're, if you're going to, or corny, yeah. right? That's been, yeah, yeah. Corny's, corny's probably a word that sounded new fashioned 120 years ago and has now just kind of become standard, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. So for all we know, Chuggy could just be like a standard word. Like, well, I, 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 I liked that book. Uh, parts of it were a little chuggy, but, you know, it might be a just perfectly acceptable word. Probably not, but you never know. Uh, so, yeah, it's just the world's passing me by, and I'm going to die soon. And it's just, you know, maybe, hopefully not soon, but, like, at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly jealous that there's a, a world and a culture that I am— not part of. All right, so let's uh, grid this thing on the scalopian scale. Uh, yeah, on scalop scaloponian scale. Scaloponian scale. Um, uh, by the way, scalopini it- scale. The scalopini scale. How much? How flat is the chicken pounded? Yes, things like right, that. Breaded. Anyway. By the way, if your uh, if your rabbi was really into um, wine uh, wine mom script, would that would that be juggy? Oh God, you suck. You are going. To hell. So, I'm not going to say that joke was anti-Semitic because it wasn't. Yes. That joke was worse than anti-Semitic. <laughs> All right. So where would you put this on the uh, the XYZ axis of things we've created for this show? All right. So let's let's compare it to the other words or phrases we looked at in the show, which I feel we, we have to be forgetting one, right? I don't think so. I think that that's just not something that it's we've just really just okay, 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 Bumer. Okay, Bumer. Okay, Bueller. Yeah, okay, okay Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> it's, 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 it's making fun of uh, Ben Stein. Uh, okay, Boomer, and they. Well, this is clearly the worst of those three because they is, you know, as I said, I wish they picked another word, but they is needed and, uh, you know, they is fine, if not better than than fine because it it makes people happy in a way that they need to be made happy. And okay, Boomer, I fucking love because baby boomers are, are the death of, the heat death of the universe. So this is clearly the worst of those three. But since it's, I do think on balance it's harmless or, you know, it's harm is insignificant. Um, I'm going to put this, you know, five degrees below absolute center. Okay. Yeah, I've I got a racket somewhere on there. 
I mean, it's yeah. it's a disposable topic. I mean, like these things will all this and this might be the most transient of of the transient topics. Um, I don't think gen, gender yeah. neutral definitely high on the transient scale. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, like gender neutral pronouns is is a uh, you know it's a that's a bigger thing. You know, I'll go by saying you know um, yeah. I, I think that's I here to stay. That's here to stay. Yeah, I think I mentioned this before. Dutch does not have that, and I feel like they're going to have to make it. They're going to have to. I mean, all languages I think are going to have to make room for. Wait, it. wait, wait. What are you saying? Dutch does not. Dutch just has equivalents of he and she. Correct. Right? Correct. In fact, well, but we didn't either, and they reappropriated. Yes, yeah, but uh, the non-specific word. So, what's the non-specific word pronoun in Dutch? Uh, Somebody left their sunglasses here. I hope they come back and get them. What is the they in that case? A they Z E or Z I J. Right. Yeah. So there's nobody in Dutchland. Who's using ZIJ? Oh, it's, it's entirely possible program. because again, you're talking about the influence. You just don't pay attention. Well, I don't know any of those people, uh, but but right. yeah, you know, the language here. You're homophobic. Yeah, yeah, we know that. The language is uh, slow to change, but um, now I would I would put okay. it. Jesus, I mean, if anything, this is like a flexial video. You know, it's kind of like <laughs> it's just something. Flexial video is way more creative. It's uh, creative, but it's like you know, it's it's it's, it's sort of useless. It's going to be gone in a minute. It's transient, and I mean, flexial videos. Let's just put it this way. Flexial videos, Noah, that was the voice of a generation. That was the sound of a time. Man, if you were there, <laughs> it was like the Woodstock of 2019. Yeah, yeah, but, um, you know, if you weren't there, you, you don't just, remember you Flex Seal Stock? Yeah. Seal Stock. You know, flex Stock. And, uh, yeah. Max um, Yasker. Flex Seal Stock at Monterey. Someone was stabbed at Flex Seal Stock. Yeah. Uh, at the at the Flex Seal Raceway that that concert Max was Max Yasker's farm had a lot of uh, holes in the boat so Flex Seal ironically was also helpful and uh, <laughs> yeah okay. all right everybody that is the end of this the end of it we are done uh, if you want to yes. find yes we are done this show is now officially chuggy yeah it is no longer cool it is done nobody says that anymore nobody, nobody listens says, to this show. nobody says sphincter anymore nobody says uh, bucket yeah. anymore pale whatever it was no, nobody says bucket everyone says sphincter yeah everyone says yes. this is my your teacher Mr. Sphincter. Uh, our, our... I love how Bruce Willis was playing a high school student. Yeah. They, just, they just said, fuck it, we don't care. It's, he was like 73 years old. It's like ben, he, was, he, was, he, was old, he was younger than Ben Platt, let's put it that way. But, uh... <laughs> uh, our past episodes are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. Tweet to us at No One Bill Show. Write to us, No One Bill. Don't get it at gmail.com. And give us a review on any of those fine aggregators. Um, I am on Twitter personally at William Scurry. My video content is youtube.com slash amcaesar. And I was a guest last week of our good friends, the, the Film 89 podcast, as a guest of my good friend Sky Wingfield and Neil Gaskin. And I talked about uh, the new Zack Snyder movie. The, it was new two weeks ago. Zack Snyder movie, Army of the Dead. We had a nice hour 44 conversation unpacking what was going on with it, what its place in culture was, and whether or not we liked it. So if you get a chance to listen to Film 89, dot co dot uk oh that's that's you can't listen to that you have to go to the website you'll find something you can listen to <laughs> and then noah will tell you what he's doing at this exact moment july folks july the big quiz thing is back in person wow so I, you know what i'm gonna yeah, play we, aaron we, copeland's fanfare for the common man behind this yeah yeah because i'm all about the common man uh we've been america's <laughs> premier provider of corporate and private trivia events for god close to 20 years i'm old and uh you know we do a virtual the last year it's been great we virtual isn't going away we still offer virtual but we've been working hard to plan a safe and fun uh return to in-person events and it's happened the world is reopening fast bill i've been out to dinner to a bar in the past week i mean i'm in san francisco which has kicked all the booty in terms of vaccinating people if the entire country was san francisco 
we would have beaten the shit out of this damn virus. Unfortunately, it's not. Um, so, uh, you know, things are coming back. And we will be back in July. So book today your summer trivia event, your fall trivia event. Virtual, in-person, or perhaps a hybrid of the two. All are available at bigquizthing.com. And you can follow us on social media if you like. All right, everybody. Until next week's exciting, thrilling episode. We don't don't get get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2021.